I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. Ladies, we all have different symptoms that time of the month. For me, my energy level happens to just dip insanely and I just feel a little down, you know, a little sluggish. And so I'm happy to share Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, and they are dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And so here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So, Hormone Harmony is for any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances, and it's perfect for symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas when you have no desire to get in bed next to someone if you know what I mean, and also hot flashes and night sweats if you happen to be going through menopause. It's really great for women with menopause. So yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. And for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code MAGIC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code MAGIC for 15% off today. Your hormones will thank you. like a flower say like a rose versus like a peony or a daisy like which one is more beautiful it's so subjective which one is better like there's no better there's no more beautiful each one is just unique and actually if you put a bunch of different flowers together they make a really cute bouquet and it actually enhances like the beauty right so rather than trying to be something you're not or comparing yourself to another just know that it's impossible to compare yourself to someone else because you're <laughs> so different now let the magic begin hello soul tribe it's raquel and I don't know how this sounds, but if it does by any chance sound any different, well, it's because I am recording this outside, overlooking the ocean, sitting on a hilltop, a very steep hilltop, and I realize, well, it's not windy, it's very sunny, actually, it's not rainy at all. Uh, 
there's a couple gray clouds in the sky, but I think I'll be okay. And it's not noisy here. And I just, I just want to be outside. But I knew I had to record this introduction. And I was like, wait, I can be outdoors right now. The weather's great. And I'm going to take advantage of my last few days on this little island that I love. So I just found a beautiful view with an ocean to chat with you. So if you hear any outside noises or distracting noises, well, um, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm just bringing Hawaii to you. And dear mama, Hawaii, I am going to bask in your glory for the remainder of my days here. And I promise, I promise this is not goodbye forever. <laughs> Definitely not. Just for now. Which, I guess, is uh, the spirit of aloha, right? I should start the intro. Aloha, soul tribe. It's Raquel. <laughs> you know what? Aloha, I actually think, is my favorite word of all time. Along with magic, of course. And soliloquy. I love the word soliloquy. I can barely pronounce the word, but I love the word soliloquy. And why, why do I like that word, soliloquy, so much? I don't know. No reason. Just do. Probably because it's pretty much the story of my life. Oh, and speaking of stories, I can't wait for you to hear Eileen's. By the way, I didn't premeditate that transition. Just kind of a nerd for smooth transitions when I can find them. When I interview guests, between my question and whatever they just said, I try to like come up with a smooth transition. <laughs> I think I'm so smooth at that. And probably not. I don't even know. It's an art to me. It's an art. Anyways, today's guest, she likes to say, life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Miss Eileen Shu. Eileen Shu. You may know her as Lavendaire on YouTube and her podcast. Lavendaire is one of my go-to personal growth YouTubers, especially for lifestyle design. And in 2017, I actually ordered Eileen's Artist of Life workbook for 2018. And for the beginning of that year, it was really helpful in gaining clarity. And it's the beginning of 2019. So I highly recommend this is the time of year to grab her 2019 version. Especially as you become inspired by her soulful yet very practical wisdom on this podcast. She is dedicated to helping us create our dream reality and making sure we're in control of our life by taking empowered action and becoming the artist of our life. In this episode, she shares her very relatable story of how she got interested in lifestyle design, along with how we can design our dream life and the power of journaling and alleviating stress, comparison, and procrastination, and letting go of perfectionism by embracing our messy and authentic self. Yes, we all are quite a bit of a mess in some way. And I love her idea of self-care dates, which she talks about. And of course, we had a lot of attraction chat because you know I love that. And also how she plans her YouTube videos and just so much more. So I can't wait for you to hear her golden nuggets of wisdom this episode. And now moving on to the Yomi Review of the Week by Erin Castile. And Erin says, All of my love and gratitude to you. Raquel, it has finally happened. I am caught up. I started listening to Yom in the early summer months of 2018 from the very beginning. And today is the day I am current. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate this creation and the light and love that you and your guests share each week. As a spiritual junkie and healer myself, the topics discussed are everything that makes my soul come alive. This podcast has broadened my knowledge, expanded me, and has introduced me to so many teachers and teachings and books and podcasts and rituals. The list goes on. I cannot stop sharing this with people, and I hope that you always continue to find ways to love and move the masses. Thank you for living your truth and listening to your calling. 
Yellowheart. I also am crediting you with many moments of inspiration on my hour-long drives. Last week, I finally quit my job and I am starting my very own private therapy practice. I felt the call, witnessed divine alignment of my dreams and manifestations, and even though this is super scary, I trust it with all my heart. Thank you, Red Heart, with light always, Erin Castile. Holy smokes, Erin. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, girl. Follow that private therapy call. I am so freaking proud of you. Seriously. All within a year, too. That's insanely amazing. And I have no doubt, no, no, no doubt that so much abundance in all areas of your life are crawling or even sprinting toward you, your way, for fearlessly listening and following this nudge. You are so aligned and just feeling it and I'm basking in this light of yours. So thank you so much for sharing this. I hope that this inspired somebody as well to start following whatever they're feeling called to do. So much love to you, Erin. Thank you. Thank you. And now for all of you who are shamelessly nutto about your health or perhaps not even super nutto, but you would just like to add something delicious and easy in your daily routine to make sure that all your micronutritional basis are covered. Well, I got you covered. Actually, Athletic Greens has got you covered. They are my latest infatuation. It is green magic dust that fuels our body with energy and boosts immunity and supports our digestion and contains adaptogens and antioxidants to help manage your mood and your stress and healthy aging. So one scoop is actually equivalent to 12 servings of fruits and veggies without tasting like grass, which is amazing. And it has 75 high quality and highly effective ingredients that support you in five crucial areas of your health. So the Soul Tribe is gifted 20 free travel packs with their first purchase. That's 20 travel days of green juice. So, I mean, why not? <laughs> Just go to athleticgreens.com forward slash magic to receive your all-in-one nutritional supplement with Athletic Greens, the green magic dust. <laughs> That's athleticgreens.com slash magic. And now, let the magic begin with Eileen Shue of Lavender. First, I wanted to bring something to light to just elaborate how your energy has truly helped me pave the way in this co-creation of this life I live now, this having this podcast and everything else that's about to unfold. So just a quick story. When I watched you two years ago on YouTube and listened to your podcast, something about you, your rhetoric and you living and sharing from your heart and your soul really inspired me. And I realized that it was not only a beautiful reflection of my unmet self, a part of myself that I didn't even know really existed yet, but you really stood as a term that I like to call um, an expander, which is a term a past guest of mine, Lacey Phillips, uses to reference mm. someone who embodies a part of yourself that you just may not have believed was even possible or achievable. I didn't know there was a word for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if, it, if there really was. Yeah, expander. Yeah. You've helped me paint this picture that is now, it's a part of my life now for a little over a year. And of course, my picture has my own unique colors and gifts, but mm -hmm. thank you for helping me realize that this was possible. And that's why I want the listeners to perhaps not only be inspired, but also expanded if it resonates with their soul to listen to your story and what inspired you and perhaps also who expanded you to make you realize that you are worthy and why did you dedicate your life to 
what you do today. Wow. Well, first of all, thank you for that very sweet and kind intro. I feel like whenever people <laughs> tell me nice things like that, like I changed their life and they've transformed, it's it's almost unbelievable to me. But of course, it's I don't know. I just feel so flattered, but I can't take all the credit because it's not me. It was you that that did the changing. I was just there sharing my story. But it's nice how we can all like touch each other's lives and connect in that weird way. But I, I definitely don't feel like I can take credit for those kind of things. Anyway, my story goes back to, I guess you could say, I guess college, we can start from there. I think growing up, I was following all the rules of life. You know, your parents told you to do good in school, to get into a good college so you could get a good job, get paid well and live a great life. So that's kind of like the step-by-step -step, um, thing that I followed. And when I was in college, I was completely lost. I started doing all these internships because all my friends started doing internships just to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I think I, I do very well when someone gives me like a syllabus and like study this, this and this. And then like I'll, I'll, I was like a really good student. But what was what kind of threw me off guard was life, <laughs> you know, just the fact that it was all up to you to decide what to do with your life. And that like that space like terrified me like I was so paralyzed by fear because I was like who am I what do I do I don't understand and I think I've always been more of a shy person I've never been super confident always tended to like want to blend in rather than stand out so it took me longer to find my own self my own self-worth and confidence and everything so it was I guess um, around the senior year of college, I started to read a lot of self-help books because I knew that if I were to take a regular job like all of my peers, I would hate my life because I hated all my internships. And the problem was I didn't know what else to do instead. So I read all of these books like how to leave your job and create your dream job, like books like that before I even started working because I was like thinking ahead of myself. And I stumbled upon these concepts of purpose and just all of these self-help terms that we're so familiar with today. It was completely new to me then. So what I did instead is I just ventured off and I decided to, for the first time in my life, not listen to the people around me, but just try to listen to my heart and what it was telling me. And it led me through all yeah, it led me through all of these random paths of pursuing music, acting, doing marketing for like a food event, meeting a lot of different people, doing a bunch of different things. And I think through like a couple years of doing that, I realized like, hey, I'm doing okay. I can shape my life in whatever way that I want. Like it really is up to me. And instead of being terrified by that, I became empowered by the idea. And that is the beginning of Lavender, my YouTube channel, where I decided I would share my journey as I'm creating my dream life and all the lessons that I've learned in how to shape that. Because I think when I was like, I've always been on YouTube. And when I was pursuing music, I had a music YouTube channel, and I would watch a bunch of fashion and beauty YouTubers. But I all the books that I read were written by like, middle aged white men, like they were like, you know, the Eckhart Tolle's and the just the classics, right? And I was like, nobody on YouTube is talking about this. Nobody my age, like relatable to me, is talking about self-help. And so that's why I ventured off to like start my channel. And I've been doing it for, I think, four and a half years now. And wow. now the space has grown so much. The space is like completely different now. Oh, yeah. And it is a space that indeed needed to be tapped upon. And I'm happy you're one of the pioneers of it. And it's just amazing how opening your eyes, like you were in college, you were assuming that you were going to be walking down this traditional path. And then ultimately you decided to follow your heart, which led you to try so many different things and leading you to what you do today, which you probably couldn't even fathom. Mm -hmm. No, no idea. No idea. And who knows what's going to even unfold tomorrow or next year, mm -hmm. even though I'm sure you have somewhat of an idea or vision, but you still have no idea how it's going to evolve and expand. And it's going to be beyond what you can even fathom right now, which is so amazing to think about. 
And also, look at you now, by the way. You not only stand out from being a shy person, which there are so many introverts. According to the Facebook group, at least so many girls say that they are introverted and they are looking for help in that. But you have found a way to face that fear, to stand out and create your own unique space. And now you are teaching people how to consciously design their life. So I'm just so curious from your perspectives and the tools you use, how can we design our dream life too? Oh, this is like my favorite topic because there are so many techniques and so many exercises. I mean, back then, I think I first delved, I mean, personally, I've always loved journaling. Even before I knew what self-help was, I journaled just because that's how I get in tune with my emotions. That's how I figure out what I'm thinking. So for me, whenever I am lost or just, I don't know, in a bad place in life, I have to journal because I have to, it's my way of figuring things out. So I think that was like my number one tool in just talking to myself in my journal, asking me, what do I want? What kind of life do I want to live? How do I want to feel? I think journaling is about asking the right questions and not everybody knows how to write, ask the right questions. So that's why like through my YouTube and I have this thing called the artist of life workbook where I have, you know, journaling prompts and exercises and questions, but another favorite exercise that I've constantly done is called um, the vivid vision. So it's kind of like where you write um, like a present tense journal prompt of what you want in your life. And I think the first one I ever wrote, I wrote like the giant big picture of my life. I want to, you know, I, I, I just thought of myself like maybe like in my 40s at the end of my life or just my legacy. What do I want my legacy to be? And I tried to paint that picture. And then as the years went by, I, I, like the timeline became shorter. So now I like to write a vivid vision for the like three years ahead of now. So look forward three years and kind of paint the picture of what your life looks like in all different areas. And I feel that like looking back at the stuff I wrote back then, so much of it has come true. And it's crazy now because I don't know if people would believe me, but I'm like, I really wrote all of this out back then. And it's all true now. And it's still coming true, you know? Isn't that amazing to see, like, you forget. You forget what you wrote down. And then you look Mm -hmm. back and you're like, whoa, this manifest. I have chills thinking about it because that happens to me frequently when I look back. And that's why I do like to keep certain journals. There are certain journals where I want to throw out because it's like I'm just writing down my negative or toxic thoughts Mm -hmm. that are just not suiting me. But I want that out, that energy out of my space. But as far as dreams and manifestations, I like to kind of keep on to those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And back to journaling, by the way. So journaling has clearly changed my world too. What are perhaps a few questions that come to mind? You were talking about the right questions. Maybe one or two right questions that come to mind for our own self-discovery or self-expansion mm. to perhaps write down right after this episode yeah. or they can pause and write it in their notes right now. Yeah, I think – in journaling, we tend to focus on like what's wrong in our lives. So an interesting journaling prompt to like make yourself feel better is ask yourself, what's going right in my life right now? And you'll have like a lot of things going right. Like a lot of things are, you know, functioning well, like your health, as long as you're walking, breathing, like you're good. And I think that prompt, it helps you be grateful for what you already have rather than focusing on all the negatives. And I mean, another one that I like to do is, um, I don't know, I I always like to do dreaming manifesting ones. So kind of like, imagine what is my ideal day or what is my ideal year for next year? And I like to like script those out. What is your ideal day? (laughs) Oh, okay. My ideal day is I wake up at like 10 a.m. I have like two to three hours free in the morning to just like journal, meditate, like have tea, chill out. And then I'll start like creating. I actually have fun like shooting videos. And so, you know, have a fun shoot. And then I don't know, like like the main part of my day is creativity. I also want to do yoga in my day and then Mm -hmm. skincare. I, I don't know if it's that crazy. It's just a lot of self-care mixed with creativity. That's my ideal day. Well, and that's pretty much when I think of you and what you share with the world, I think planning days or dream days and Mm -hmm. (laughs) self-care, which of course we'll also talk about, but you really are queen of 
planning your days from your heart. I, I kind of like it feels like you have this flow instead of this rigid structure. You make it more relatable for someone like me who mm-hmm. does have that more of a free spirit where we don't want to be in any sort of box or the difference between like this very strict structure and just like it, planning mm-hmm. an ideal yeah. day. That, But in order to help keep us on top of it because if listeners are like me and they are free spirits that don't really pay attention to how their day flows they kind of might get sidetracked and not really pursue anything that they want to do really right. um which I'm definitely guilty of so I love that you have and I bought it last year the 2018 artist of life workbook oh awesome I know. Planning and all that is not my forte, but the beginning of it and coming up with the ideas, like I filled it out and I loved it. And so I am curious, well, one, what inspired this creation? And do you mind talking about it? And what's new maybe in the 2019 Artists of Life workbook? Yeah, totally. So back in, I would say 2014, I actually started doing another bloggers like ebook workbook kind of thing it was just a digital thing that I did on my iPad I just filled out some new year questions but she did hers and I mean it was a completely different style completely different than what it is now but that was where I got my inspiration to create my own workbook because I had a lot of journaling prompts and exercises for example one that I used to do that I think a lot of people like is called current me versus future me where you draw like a doodle yeah you draw a doodle of your current self and then you draw a doodle of your future self your future ideal self and you just kind of fill in this the differences and all those bubbles and that was something that I just did in college and because I was so I just I don't know I just was playing around with different ways to figure out how to create the me that I wanted to be but anyway exercises like that that have helped me in my journey I put all of it into this creation the artist of life workbook and it's become its own like program like I'm very like religious about doing it every single year I answer all of the questions and then there's also like a monthly goals section where each month you write down like your goals for the month and then you review your month and review how you did how you can improve for the next month and you track your habits there's a lot of like trackers things like that to keep you accountable towards your goals because I think a lot of people set goals and they don't really keep track or follow through or check in with themselves and this workbook is like a tool to help you check in with yourself every month, every quarter. And it's nice to be able to look back at it at the end of the year or even like like fast forward a few years. Imagine like seeing your life each year in each book. Like you can see the change like that. And I think that is so magical because oh, that's my favorite yeah. thing. Like having a collection of journals where you can look back like this journal for this year and the previous year and the previous year like you can see how much I've grown that's so amazing we were just talking about that how beautiful it is to really reflect back and look back and I can't Mm -hmm. wait to see what I wrote (laughs) when did you start it 2016 2017 um 2017 was my first one and then before that was just like a mess of journals a mess of journals (laughs) yeah But yeah, I'll, I'll look back at them every once in a while just to see what I wrote back then and the struggles that I was going through back then. I love that you write down the struggles too because so many people feel like, mm-hmm. all right, I got to stay positive. I got to – no, it's so important to keep it real and to like let mm-hmm. that energy out, any sort of toxicity that's sitting inside of us. And otherwise, we'll continue to feel stressed out, which I know you have been so helpful with helping people manage their stress and alleviate it. So I'm curious – how do you cope with and alleviate stress yourself? Uh, I actually made a video about this recently, but like stress, it just happens to the best of us. And it's something that for me, I've learned to let go a lot more because stress is all in your mind and it's just your mind playing a trick on you, like freaking out mm-hmm. before anything's actually really happening. And I mean, stress and procrastination stress comes from procrastination usually or maybe something you just have a lot of things going on in your life right now it's stress is like the fear of uncertainty it's the fear of not having the outcome that you want and it's not easy to do but I like I've learned to let go of the outcome in life you know just focus on the present moment do your best and let go of the result because you really can't control what's going to happen you can't control any outcome all you can control is the effort that you put in so 
just do your best oh, yes. <laughs> and not stress over that. Yeah. My favorite morning routine is, well, after I wake up, after I rise, I think of something that I'm so excited about and thankful for, and then I, I do my business. <laughs> I smile at my sleepy, puffy face in the mirror and hydrate with water and then fully enjoy a fresh cup of Four Sigmatic every morning that I rise. I'm really looking forward to this hot cup, whether it's the coffee mix with the mushrooms or lion's mane and chaga or some black or green lemongrass tea or their matcha tea and sprinkle in my cordycep elixir for a pre-workout energy boost or sometimes their matcha tea, which I actually usually like to have midday. But have you guys tried their adaptogen coffee mix yet? <gasps> It's amazing. It's so good with Tulsi and ashwagandha, eleuthero, and cinnamon. It's it's my new favorite. My new favorite. And for the 30 days that I quit coffee, I just had the mushroom elixirs. It's so good for balancing the effects of coffee as these ingredients support your digestion and balance the spikes that coffee creates. In fact, that's pretty much the reason that I have to add Four Sigmatic to any caffeine drink that I'm drinking in the morning to better control my cortisol, you know? Yet, at the same time, stimulating the central nervous system and adrenal glands in a very balanced way. Also, their mixes contain only half the amount of caffeine normally found in coffee. And my favorite through the day is lion's mane. You know, lion's mane, the the drink that Buddhist monks would drink to enhance their focus. That one. (laughs) It's miraculous for those of us who can be easily distracted. And oh, I'm really into their lion's mane shots right now. So good, especially since they taste like pineapple. And in the evening, well, I've been crazy about their reishi elixir for over a year now. As I say, it's like liquid yoga. Or their delicious hot cacao mixes as an after-dinner treat. And these are the best and highest quality mushrooms on the market. And Four Sigmatic is continuing to gift the tribe 15% off your purchase. So just click on the link in the show notes or go to foursigmatic.com forward slash soul tribe. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash soul tribe and enter the discount code soul tribe. One word, no spaces for 15% off your magical coffee and mushroom elixir order. So good. Enjoy. A big one I notice is perfectionism, and that's mm-hmm. something that so many people, especially when we're diving into the self-help world, we can easily fall into that, that idea of yeah. needing to be perfect, especially when you're also a voice and you have this audience and you feel like you need to be perfect for this audience, which is so not true. They just want you to be you and raw and real. So Mm -hmm. Do you ever have check-ins with yourself to make sure that you are just being raw and real and you and not following this ideal of perfectionism or comparing yourself to the world? Yeah, totally. Especially recently, I feel like I've learned to be more honest and authentic with in my videos, especially. I used to be more of a perfectionist. I think over time, as you create art consistently, you just learn to let go. Like I always tell myself done is better than perfect. So I'm actually not a perfectionist with my videos or anything I really create. I'm just like, as long as I finish it and it's good enough, like I'm just going to put it out there. (laughs) That's how I think. And I used to feel that pressure because like a lot of my videos are positive. I'm motivating. And so when people meet me, they think that I'm perfect. I wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm like super productive. I'm totally not like I'm actually (laughs) a night owl. I love sleeping until like 11 or 12. Like that's my natural body clock schedule. And I recently shared that in like um, a sleep video. Like I did like a sleep challenge where I tried to wake up like a few hours earlier. But I had to be honest because I was not really good at that challenge. Yeah. I'm like a snoozer, you know, and it's like the, a very imperfect side of me. But I just decided to post it, even though the video was not like I didn't make that much progress in that video. It was a video of me struggling to wake up for a whole week. <laughs> and I was almost I was almost not going to post it because I'm like, this video is stupid. Like, nope. Nothing happened. I'm still struggling. But I posted it just because and like. A lot of people actually loved it and appreciated like, wow, you're so real. Like 
usually people try to like I don't know they try to be perfect in those videos like oh look at me I'm a role model like this is how you wake up at 7 a.m like I (laughs) I didn't do that you know oh my gosh no and also so many okay one that's not an imperfect or a flaw at all to be a night owl I've interviewed so many people on this podcast and a lot of the very highly creatives are also night owls own it it's beautiful I'm so happy that you did own it and I'm a early bird and I'm not even trying to be it's just that that's just the way I am my dad is we I was an insomniac but now I just like I wake up around 4 a.m or 5 a.m and that's your natural schedule yeah that's fine it's my yeah it's my natural rhythm and I notice that I do my creative work like I'm writing my book and my stories and my poems Mm -hmm. around the 4 a.m 5 a.m hour Mm -hmm. whereas now Right when you wake up. Yeah, whereas a lot of night owls, they also write or create around those hours too, it seems. Because it's quiet. Nobody it's else quiet. is out. It's so peaceful. Yeah. Uh, yes. There's so much magic in those hours. So whether you're an mm-hmm. early bird or a night owl and you want to get your creative juices flowing, perhaps try that wee hours when no one else is awake. <laughs> the idea yeah. of comparing yourself, that is one thing that I think really holds most people back from really designing that life that they desire they listen to that voice that tells them that they're just they're not good enough they're not worthy enough they're less than someone else in some way and so they compare their lives to others instead of seeing those seemingly thriving beings as just expanders or role models and so have you ever sat in that seat where you are comparing yourself to others and then that perhaps held you back for a bit but you somehow shifted that because look, now you are doing your own thing. If you're staying in your own lane and it seems as though you're not really allowing comparison to get the best of you. I honestly think that it happens to all of us because I've, I've been there too. I've been stuck there comparing or feeling bad about where I am in life because I'm looking at, oh, where this person is, what they're doing. And I, I think it comes from, I think even like in school back then, I would like compare myself to my peers and feel a little competitive. And it's not healthy because I think growing older, I realized that each one of us is so special, so unique that like no one can do you better than you. And your job is to just trust in yourself and bring that to the world. And that is your best chance at life. Because And it's just such a waste of time and energy to compare yourself and your light to others because each one is unique. And one, okay, this I have this metaphor that came to me and I want to make like a fun video concept on this. But if you look at like a flower, say like a rose versus like a peony or a daisy, like which one is more beautiful? It's so Mm -hmm. subjective. Which one is better? Like there's no better. There's no more beautiful. Each one is just unique and actually if you put a bunch of different flowers together they make a really cute bouquet and it actually enhances like the beauty right so rather than trying to be something you're not or comparing yourself to another just know that it's impossible to compare yourself to someone else because you're so (laughs) different and the fact if you like instead collaborate support and lift each other up and come together you create something much more beautiful than you could have done just yourself Ah, yes. Amen. And please make that video. That sounds fantastic and beautiful. Yeah. I love it. How do you schedule and figure out your videos? You come up with the idea and then how do you plan it? Mm, So I usually keep like a Google Doc of a bunch of ideas that I have, but usually like before I go to bed, I have a bunch of ideas come to me. So I'll just write them down in my phone. So the way I tackle it, it just depends. Sometimes I just make whatever video I feel like making. Like if I'm super inspired, then I'll work on that video. But sometimes I'm a little more strategic where I'll look at like, you know, it's new New Year's coming out. I should make some New Year content. Like what's doing well on YouTube? Maybe I should make some kind of those videos. So you have to balance between kind of like what you want to do, what you think your audience wants to see. And I usually I, I schedule out maybe like a month's worth of content in advance and I shoot I try to shoot two a day like on I I shoot during my week I shoot on like Mondays and Tuesdays so I'll shoot like one to two videos a day and then now I have a video editor who helps me with that so I'll edit like some videos but I'll give some to my editor to edit 
and yeah, we just schedule it out that way. I love hearing people's creative processes. Some of your favorite videos of mine, by the way, are your self-love and your self-care ones. And I love that you that you make the time for yourself to show up not only for yourself and perhaps for those you love, your friends, your family, but also your audience. Because when you do actually film that video, it feels as if your energy is in your best and high vibe state just to really show up authentically in spirit for us. Mm-hmm. I also, for my podcast, I like to get into alignment and practice a lot of self-care to really show up in a high vibing and in spirit state. And so one thing that you taught me is to have self-care dates to also check in and make sure, which I love, just make sure that you have this time. So do you mind talking about the importance of self-care and what is a self-care date? Totally. Uh, Self-care is so necessary, and I think the problem is some people don't see it as a practice. Self-care is not something you do once and you're like, okay, I'm good. It's like an ongoing thing to like do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself, to make yourself feel fulfilled and at peace and centered because life throws us in all different directions. So we get stressed out, we get flustered or anxious, and self-care is knowing what activities or habits make yourself just like calm down, feel good. For me, it's meditating, journaling, even cleaning up my space can make me feel so good. I feel so refreshed after like washing some dishes, like cleaning up a little bit. And it, it just makes like such a physical difference in your life. So just take note of those things that make you feel amazing and make it like a regular routine to do it, whether it's like every Sunday, every other Sunday, or even like once a month at least, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So do you do you have a cleaning day? Do you have like a certain day of the week you clean? It's usually like Sundays or when yeah. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Honestly, that was right before this podcast. I couldn't take it anymore. So I just cleaned and I feel like <gasps> I can <Yeah>. breathe. <laughs> exactly. Also, what does self-love mean to you? And do you have any practices to check in with yourself or remind yourself of your own love? Mm -hmm. self-love to me is finding love for yourself the kind of love that you would have for like your parents your loved ones your friends like like a true love and treating yourself as if you are your own best friend like you should be your own best friend you should be like having your own back at all costs and do everything that you do in life everything that you surround yourself with should be there to support you and lift you up and I think I don't know whether where it comes from, but we tend to be so critical on ourselves. And that voice is is so detrimental to like our mental health and how our confidence, all of that. And self-love is learning to kind of like be aware of that voice and say like, okay, I hear you, but you're not true. I know that there is a deeper love within me that I can cultivate for myself. So it's Yeah, it's kind of like going against your mind because your mind will just think, you know, (laughs) but you have to realize that you are so worthy. And if you're not going to protect yourself and care for yourself, like who is you got to be there for yourself. You got to be the number one. (laughs) You're right. Who is? I mean, yeah, there Mm -hmm. are people that really love you, too, and they'll show you, but you really won't believe it until you can see it and see your light, you know, and I've been there so many times where they've people could tell me that I'm the most amazing person and they could be truly feeling it. But I was like, "Mm -mm, you are lying. I know. And that's such a waste. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's not Mm -hmm. a great state to be in. And so doing what you can, even like little practices, like affirmations. Um, Have you ever read, Mm -hmm. I mean, you've been reading a lot of self-help books forever, so I'm sure you have, but Louise Hay, did you ever read any of her affirmation books? Like you can heal your life. I've like skimmed through it. I haven't like sat down and really read through a book but yeah she's great that one really helped me Mm -hmm. um also uh (laughs) a year ago you posted a video on how to work with the universal law of attraction Mm -hmm. which so many of the listeners are of course so into and they're either just starting to dive into it or 
or they've been practicing it for a while and there's just so much out there on this topic and I feel like what most people share is pretty simple it's like the basics of it you know which is Mm -hmm. it's so important to have a foundation but you've been in this work for a while and so it goes beyond that which is great and I don't see many people as well who are talking about it really truly thriving and living it but you do I mean you truly you actually literally created something where we could write down our dreams and then manifest them you know (laughs) so (laughs) do you mind touching on what law of attraction means to you you and how you manifested this life that you've dreamed of, which you've talked about, but how you believe you worked with the law of attraction to manifest yeah. this life. I remember the first time I heard about law of attraction, it just sounded so like crazy and a little phony, right? Like you're yeah. like, what the heck? How can it be that simple? <laughs> but the more that you put, like you practice it, like you see it everywhere. So law of attraction basically is the idea that um, thoughts attract like, hmm, how do I say it? Like attracts like. Thoughts become things. Your thoughts have the power to shape reality. And I think the basics of it is everything that you want to create in your life, it has to first be a thought. You have to first believe it and think it before you can even like manifest it and make it real. So for me, I practice it in ways like kind of like the vivid vision, journaling, writing out in present tense, what I want in my life. It has to be in present tense because you have to feel that you already have it. And feeling that you already have that thing, it creates this tension that in the universe, like this, if you believe in like energy and such, but it creates this tension that kind of pulls that reality closer to you. And there are tons of stories on law of attraction. You can just Google like celebrity law of attraction stories. But for example, like Jim Carrey wrote like a check to himself for, I forgot the number, like maybe like a million dollars. Was it? Oh, wait, it was 10 million. Well, was it 10 million? Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Like he was a starving (laughs) actor, but he wrote a check to himself and kept it with him at all times. And fast forward, you know, that was his little exercise to manifest one of his like hugest movie deals. And there are so many stories like that. And even for me, like everything that I have in my life now, back then it was just a thought. And I'm not kidding you. This is so cheesy. But the even before, I, or okay, let's say like the first few months of me starting Lavender, this is 2014. I had like 50 subscribers. Like in my mind, before I went to sleep, I would repeat to myself these phrases like, I am an inspiring creator, like reaching millions of people all over the world. Like I would tell those things to myself every night before bed. (laughs) And it sounds so cheesy, especially back then when you're like a nobody. But now, like I have an audience that's global and I have, you know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's not crazy though. That's just, it's just how it works. And this Mm -hmm. audience, most are just so highly intuitive and conscious and they get it. And so what you're saying is not cheesy yeah. at all. It's just the beauty of this universal law that we are learning to work with and see that we don't have to be stuck behind what society thinks or what our minds tell us we should be. When I ask some friends or family to try my green juice, most react with a disgusted look on their face. But when they take a sip of my athletic greens juice, they instantly become a fan. Every time. So to me, athletic greens is synonymous with feeling good from the inside out. I know it sounds so cheesy, but it's true. Because especially you will love, love, love the feeling 10 minutes later. I do at least, because I feel like my body lights up with energy and vitality and power. So I I want to feel that first thing to break my fast in the morning. So Athletic Greens is part of my morning routine. And also sometimes midday if I need another pick-me-up or something to curb my cravings for sweets, which it's solid for doing that. But anyways, for the remainder of the day, I am just at peace with the fact that this one juice fueled my human suit with her micronutritional needs with 75 high quality and highly effective ingredients that support you in five crucial areas of health. Fuels energy 
boosts immunity, supports digestion and gut health with adaptogens and antioxidants to help you manage stress and your mood and healthy aging. One scoop seriously has the equivalent of 12 servings of fruits and vegetables, and it does not taste like grass. <laughs> Basically, I describe Athletic Greens as physical magic dust that nurtures my body and helps me perform at my best. Plus, this is such a bonus. It is 100% made from a place I love, New Zealand. So I guess we can all say it's kind of like a kiwi magic dust. <laughs> and Athletic Greens, the best juice on the planet, is offering you, dear listener, free 20 travel packs valued at $79 with your first purchase. I carried these travel packs with me to Utah and it made it very easy. It just contains one serving and I had one a day, sometimes two. It was perfect. So get your 20 free travel packs valued at $79 with your first purchase when you go to athleticgreens.com forward slash magic. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash magic and let me know what you think. Thank you, Athletic Greens. You really are pure magic. And now on with the show. I'm curious now for your vivid vision. What is your vivid vision for 2019? You don't have to talk about anything personal if you don't want to. Yeah, I already decided I want it to be more about exploring and experiencing new things. I think I've been focusing a lot. <gasps> That's right. You have a word. I love yeah, that. I have I have a theme for my year. Like 2018 yes. was lead with light, like bring light into everything I do. Try to be a leader. Try. <laughs> You've already been. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was trying, but um, for example, one of my as one of the aspects of my dream life, I always wanted to be able to like work from anywhere in the world and be able to travel, but travel to like actually meet and collaborate with people. So I haven't done that as much as I wanted to, and I think now I'm at a stage where like my career is stable enough that I can afford to do that. And I, I was like, yeah, nothing's holding me back for like from staying here. So. I should just go. So next year, I want to travel to like Australia, Asia, live out there for maybe a, a month or we'll, we'll see where it takes me. But like longer periods of like working. Yeah. Hell <laughs> yes. Get out there mm -hmm. in the world. And oh my gosh, I can't wait to see what kind of videos that spark. Ooh, especially, okay, go to somewhere in Asia like Bali or Thailand. And I promise you these creative ideas will just flow and you will have no idea because there's yeah. something about the energy there. I'm telling you, it's fascinating. Oh, yeah. So I can't wait for you to have that experience next year. I love it. Explore. Yeah, I'm so excited. <gasps> yes. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. Well, are you ready for a rapid fire? Yes. Amazing. So <laughs> I already know the first one. I'll answer. Are you a morning or night person? Night. <laughs> night person. Next yeah. one. Dog or cat person? Dogs, for sure. What is your go-to breakfast? Mm, cereal and almond milk. <laughs> mm, how about go-to dinner? Ooh, like noodles, like noodle soup, Asian noodle soup. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Are you single or are you with someone special? <laughs> if you want to oh, discuss. I'm with someone. <laughs> yeah, I've been oh. dating for like over 10 years, my boyfriend. Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's so low-key. He's so like doesn't want to be on camera, doesn't like to be part of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually nice. It's like your two mm -hmm. separate worlds. Well, then yeah. what is your favorite date with him? What do you mean by date? <laughs> like what do we do yeah like a date <laughs> i'm like uh august oh. <laughs> august 1st <laughs> yeah no like a date with you too doing something uh i don't know if i have a favorite we really love to eat asian food together but i like to do adventurous mm -hmm. things like go to like disneyland or like this friday we're going to like the harry potter world in la <gasps> and i'm excited Bye. about that <laughs> yeah what harry potter school are you I think I'm Ravenclaw. Oh, yeah. I see that. Yeah. What are you? Um, I was... What's the one that is also... That's Ravenclaw, right? The the brainy one? There's but, Hufflepuff. No. And, oh, Ravenclaw's the I, one that likes to read. Yes, that yeah. was the one. <laughs> My <Okay>. old co-host <laughs> was the one that told me. And then we did like a quiz and I'm Ravenclaw. But mm -hmm. I can also be very Hufflepuff because I'm a little mm. crazy too. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
What is your favorite type of exercise? Yoga. Yeah. What kind of yoga do you do? Um, I think it's, I mean, I do hot yoga. I think it's called, mm-hmm. I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Bikram or like just a hot power flow? I think it's just hot power flow. My favorite. My absolute yeah. favorite. Yeah. Um, how about meditation? I, I just sit there and focus on my breath. Is there, I for, I don't know if there's a name for it. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. There's, I mean, I guess mindfulness, there's really, but you know, it's just like being there with your breath, but yeah. mindfulness. Yeah. yeah. I love that. If you could either just smell lavender for the rest of your life or only see the color lavender for the rest of your life, not the only color, but you can either smell it <laughs> or you can see it. You can't have both. Which one would you choose? see it because I love colors and I think the smell mm-hmm. I would get sick of it if I if it right yeah I smelled it all the time right well it, it's not like your only smell but you just wouldn't oh. be able to ever see oh, no 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 the color I, I have lavender to see again. colors like I, I have a good color yep. eye and color is so important to me you do yeah. I mean look at your hair what's your hair <laughs> yeah. color today oh it's very neutral right now it's like a <gasps> light brown it's not a specific color. I love that. Yeah. How about what yeah. type of music do you like to listen to when you work? Mm, oh, when I work, I like to put on, there's a Spotify playlist called like Deep Focus, where it's just like. Yes, me chill, too. Sometimes intense music that gets you in the flow. I also like to listen to like piano music, whether it's peaceful mm-hmm. piano or like even Mozart. <laughs> like when I was creating the workbook, I was listening to Mozart. no wonder no wonder there's such a great flow to it oh me too though piano and that deep focus playlist Mm -hmm. on spotify how about netflix or youtube for your own entertainment actually netflix yeah what shows do you watch uh what shows do i watch there's i i watch some like asian shows like terrace house there's yep. called like Media My Garden. niece loves yeah. that. She's Japanese and we watch, <laughs> oh we gosh. binge watch like the entire Aloha State one. Oh, there's a helicopter. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's okay. No, that show is like slow for most people, but I don't know why. It's just so fun to watch. The commentators are so funny. It's so funny. My brother's 45 and he's obsessed with that show now too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, yeah, the commentators, the guy in the glasses. I love him. Yeah. He's so funny. He's hilarious. Yeah. All right. Book you're currently reading. Uh, what am I reading? Oh, it's called The Artist's Journey by Stephen Pressfield. Yeah. If you had to describe 2018 in one word, what would that word be? Mm, the word is, I would say like breakout. Because this is the year that I, like, I got an apartment, moved in with my boyfriend. I kind of, we created like a new life for us together. And there's a lot of new things I happening. Do you yeah. have a favorite crystal? Mm. I guess rose quartz. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I'm not super into crystals, so I'm not that like knowledgeable. What about you? Right. Um, I like selenite right now. It truly mm. changes probably every other month for me. Yeah. <laughs> Define artist. An artist is a creator. It's simply somebody who taps mm. into their soul and brings something that something from nothing, kind of. I love that. Define life. Life. To me, I see life as a school. Like we're all here to grow, experience, and learn. Yeah. So, Eileen, the universe gave you free billboards to share one message across the main highways in major cities all around the world. What would these billboards read? That's such a good question. I like it. (laughs) Um, I would probably write... Be kind and stay true to your heart. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that the most simple messages out there are the, really the ones that are the most resonating with the soul. Yeah. So one last question that I ask all of the year on Magic Guess. How – hold on. I'm going to ask you after this truck <laughs> decides to – I deal with that too. There's so much traffic when I'm filming videos, like cars. Uh, do you live close yeah. to a highway? Not a highway, but I live on, like, a main street, so there's a lot of, like, cars. (laughs) Are you in L.A. or? I live in Pasadena, actually. That's right. That's right. I knew you lived in around L.A. Okay. Where are you? I'm in Hawaii. Oh, cool. I know. I'm excited for you to travel. That's what I've been doing the past two years, and it's just, ugh, everything. But now I'm ready to settle for a while. (laughs) Right. I think you need both. Like, sometimes I feel like settling. Sometimes I just need to get out. It's so important to have that balance. Mm -hmm. 
So one last question. I ask all the Euro Magic guests, how would you advise the Euro and Magic listeners to create their own magic? Start with what you have. Know that you have gifts. You have a value that only you can bring, that no one else can bring. And have fun with whatever you do. Like bring joy and light into everything you do. Thank you for bringing your light here today. You're so sweet. <laughs> also, where can everyone find you all over the internet? Okay, they can find me at Lavender, and I'm. It's the same name on YouTube. I have a podcast called The Lavender Lifestyle. But yeah, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, everything is Lavender. Amazing, and of course, I'm gonna put that in the show notes. All right. Oh, this has been so amazing. I can't wait for everyone to design their life after hearing your wisdom and dig into all the content and everything you have to offer out there. Thank you so much for having me. Dear Yomi, thank you so much, so, so much for lending your ear. I, I hope something in this spoke to your soul. And will you please, please say hello in the Your Own Magic Facebook group to all of the Soul Tribers. And if you, if you like this podcast, I would so love to read your review. And of course, I'll gift you a free guided meditation from yourownmagic.life, which by the way, has many meditations, meditative imaginings, journal questions, magic monthly challenges, and just other spiritual tools for your soul. More on yourownmagic.life when you join the Soul Tribe exclusive site for $4.44 per month. I'm just thankful for us spiritualists to gather together and have a safe space to help us tap into our own magic. Anyways, I love you all so much. Thank you for listening and have a magical day.